In this episode, Beyond Slay and Taylor Drift. What do those names mean? You'll find out by listening. And on the flip side, I give some thoughts on how I could survive the running of the bulls. Spoiler alert, Mike doesn't think I can. And are these Taylor Swift conspiracy theories about the Super Bowl getting just a little out of hand? Mike, hit the music. another episode a manly episode of the funny business podcast yes two members of the salty spittoon are back and guess what how tough am i matt how tough are you how tough am i i got a paper cut on my thumb and i only cried for 20 minutes (laughs) what an episode by the way that and it also, I think we mentioned a topic a while ago. That's a top 10 episode. Uh, yeah. 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 From start to finish. So welcome back, everybody. Sorry for everybody who is new here. Um, I am. I do not talk that entire time like that. I think my voice will be lost and we'll never have a podcast again. So that's why I don't do that. But I am Mike Gambito. Alongside with me is my best friend, my roommate for life, Mr. Matt Summers. Matt and real and realisticness in Real life, IRL. How are you? How are things? Uh, I'm great. I'm feeling frisky. Uh, I mm-hmm. wanted to start off. Yeah. Uh, I want to start off with something that uh, popped up in the real quick in the news uh, a couple days ago. Okay. Like, we haven't disavowed anything in a no. long time, nor have we condoned anything in a long time. Nope. Um, but when, in terms of disavowing, I think I want to add something to the list. Okay. I would like to disavow throwing soup at the Mona Lisa. Oh, I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. So if those that didn't see, uh, there was some protesters, I believe it was for climate control issues, something along that line. Uh, They went to the Mona Lisa and threw soup at it in protest of whatever they were protesting. The funniest part is Mona Lisa is covered by glass, so they didn't really damage anything. Uh, But just a wild video. Could you imagine being there? You're like seeing all of a sudden these two people just come over and just bam, chicken noodle soup right on the Mona Lisa. If I read enough, and you know, we at the Funny Business Podcast, we do all of our research before we mm-hmm. say something completely truthful on this podcast. Uh, I think them going to, to such things as the Mona Lisa, I think what they are trying to, I don't want to say showcase, but what they are trying to portray is that everybody is paying attention to this priceless artifact of the Mona Lisa, which they should be more concerned and more focused on climate change and the things that are that we are doing to our precious little planet in, you name it, X, Y, Z. Um, so I think that's why they keep doing that. You know what else is also crazy too, Matt? Have you ever seen the protesters um, take this form of liquid and they rub it on their hand and they stick their hand to the floor. And that is actually an adhesive that is really hard to come off. Yeah, it's just like a sit-in, but they're like yep. stuck to the ground. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting how these protesters come up with some of these things. Cause mm. you know, some like and I'm probably one of them sit there and be like, oh, that's stupid. But in reality, like they're bringing attention to their cause, kind of right. working in some some parts. Yes, let's disavow that. Let's disavow. I mean, we're not disavowing climate change, but but we're disavowing uh, defamation. Defam. Well, that's to a person. Uh, well, the Mona Lisa was a person. <laughs> it's a painting. It's still a person. Oh, okay. a painting of a person. Oh, how you doing, Mona? <laughs> did you see? On speaking of how you feeling, did you see Elmo tweeted? Elmo has a Twitter account. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So. Elmo, El- Elmo asked, <laughs> Elmo asked, how's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? And Elmo got quite the, uh, let's just say, quite the replies. Uh, some people were like, not so goody. Uh, they were. God, I, I think the first what. reply to the tweet was just like suffering. Just Suff- the word suffering. And I'm pretty sure it was the Among Us game. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I. I it, there's a time and a place, and obviously, if people are going through stuff, you got to be able to talk about it. However, there is sometimes a time and a place to talk about how how you're doing. Replying to Elmo on Twitter, 
not that time or place. The guy, I mean, he had no idea what he was doing. Did you see his response today? Yeah, the poor social media manager who's (laughs) responsible for posting for Elmo. Yeah, he needs a raise. (laughs) But educational. Uh It's it was very good that he asked because sometimes you have to ask in order for that to happen. So yeah, uh, you do. Uh, anytime you're going through mental health stuff, it, you gotta get it off your chest in any way you can. I guess somebody um, uh, made a funny quote, and I put quotation marks. Funny quoted tweet, quoted post, however you put it, and said that if you don't make me feel better, I got my sights on Dorothy, and it was like a crosshair with Dorothy the goldfish, almost goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh man or what's that pet rock that he hates Rocco oh man boy yeah. you're getting oh, into deeper lore man. than I am <laughs> yeah that's just good old TikTok for you yeah oh man yeah so uh hopefully everybody's doing well doesn't require Elmo for uh, uh what do you call it doesn't require Elmo to have a little uh, interaction with you but um as of this recording publishing it is now February, after the 20 some odd weeks that we had to go through January. Matt, I know you participated in a little bit of dry January. Um, Unless you have it prepared for later in the show, would love to hear your experience. And to celebrate, I'm going to crack open a beer on camera. So continue. That's fine. Uh, Yeah, no, I'll touch on it later in the show. A little preview into that. Um, Lent is coming up. Uh, I'm also giving about call for Lent. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, we'll get into that later. That's the second half of the segment. But uh, what kind of beer you got there? Uh, so um, let me get a nice head out of this. This is a new one by my famous people at uh, New Trail. Uh, my famous people, my favorite people at New Trail. It is a mango broken heels. Mango beer is underrated. I like mango beer. Mm-hmm. Nice, um, great taste. But there's a Yingling has a mango. Did you ever have the Yingling mango? I did not. It's called raging eagle or something like that oh. that's also a lot of people don't like it but i kind of i don't know i like mango beer i get down yeah. with it yeah so this this podcast is certainly this episode has gone off the rails to begin with <laughs> so it, yeah it's fine i promise you we have a plan for today and let's jump into it so matt we have a lot of contests happening all around the world it's who is the remaining was it kyle contest you know who's going to be the last kyle standing or the last gerard or the last matthew matt there's also naming contests too and we're going all the way to minnesota or minnesota for a plow or a plow naming contest for the department i want to say department of transportation but the uh annual tradition uh, that started in 2020 inviting public participation for the snowplow contest um, which is obviously by yes the minnesota department of transportation breaking news which we'll discuss a little bit about later um i was nice and i actually sent matt the article that we were going to discuss by the associated press um and that is by scott mcfetridge Yes, McFetridge. Uh, within that, there was voting happening. We checked the website. Voting is now completed. So we do have the results from this competition, but let's kind of backtrack a little bit. So it started in 2020 and invited the public to participate. Uh, it is an annual tradition of naming so- snowplows. Um, e- open to everyone. It's not limited to Minnesota residents. So Matt, you and I could have participated. Uh, it was over- overwhelming in the first year with 24,000 submissions and 122,000 votes. Uh, there's approximately 8,000 submissions for the latest contests. Matt, talk to me your thoughts about a snowplow naming contest. I think I, I like it. I mean, <clears throat> listen, a lot of people don't like snow, especially when it comes to cleaning snow or shoveling snow or plowing snow. Correct. Um, it's not an easy job for the states to get the roads clear either. Um, so if it adds a little fun and a little excitement to it, uh, I'm all for it. I think it, it's a general fun thing. People enjoy it. Why not keep it going? So there were 49 names submitted. Um, well, actually the top 40, the full list of finalists, um, the individuals were able to vote up to eight choices. So the final totals will differ from the overall number of votes. There was a total of 32,588 unique voters. Over 32,000 people, Matthew, were invested in this contest. Yeah, it's a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of good names on this list, too. Yeah. The winners, at no surprise, the winner 
with 12,027 votes. Taylor Drift. Yeah, I mean, she is the most popular person on the planet right now. I think that's fair to say. Um, So anything that goes along with her is going to gain a lot of traction. I think that was a smart way to go. We also have a couple of other celebrities that were named after Snowplow. Um, We have Clark W. Blizzwald, Dolly Ploughton, Beyonce, um, which is what people call me on the weekend. Uh, You're killing me squalls. (laughs) It's a great one. (laughs) Uh, Fast and furious. (laughs) And then Barbie's dream plow. Matt, your take on the top eight uh, winners or the finalists. Yes. So uh, Clark W. Blizzwald. That's great. And it's also great because it's a Christmas movie and mm-hmm. he's just he's a shit show to begin with. Love that one. Um Beyond Slay is great. You're killing me squalls is probably top four of his whole list. That's that's phenomenal. I have one of this list that I don't like. In the winner and the in, top nine. Yeah, and the one that okay. you just one of the ones that you just mentioned. Can you guess which one it is? So the one that I omitted, and everybody's like, Well, Mike, you only counted eight. I do not know how to pronounce the Dakota word for snowplow. And it's if I can spell this correctly, it's W-A-I-P-A-H-I. And I think that is a Greek letter N Mm -hmm. and then T-E, which stands for Wapainite. I'm sorry, um, Dakotians, if that's what you're called. Is that the one you don't like? No, that's not the one I don't like. What about? uh, Okay, tell me. I'm not a huge fan of Dolly Plowton. Why? Well, so here's the thing. Taylor Drift, Taylor Swift. Sounds uh-huh. similar. Beyonce, Beyonce. That's similar. Dolly Parton, Dolly Plowton. I don't really think that sounds too similar. And like Blizzwald, Griswold, like it's it's gotta it's gotta roll off the tongue quick and easy. Mm-hmm. And you gotta like when I first read Dolly Plowton, it took me a little while until I got Dolly Parton. And mm-hmm. I get it, everybody loves Dolly Parton. She's great, but I didn't really think that one. You know, rhymed too well. I don't think it comes off the tongue too well. Sounds like you need to pour yourself a little cup of ambition, man. Uh, no, listen, Dolly Parton is great, but um, not every name is rhymable. Matt and I decided we are going to look at the other ones, um, and we will see if somebody got the snub, just like the Oscars. You know, maybe somebody put a whole lot of effort into their name and they did not get the top nine. Well, that the Funny Business Podcast, we're here to rectify it. We're here to give you the credit. So you get a nice little checkbox um, next to the funny business vote. So sure, as you as I was talking, you were kind of skimming through the rest of the list. Mm. Which one for you? And I think we can go pretty much, you know, just picking out our favorites. Which one for you got the snub? Yeah, so I'm going to go low, pretty far down at the bottom of this list. Okay. Like I'm going to go to the name that finished number 35, Sweet Child (laughs) O'Brien. That is a top three name of this list. I mean, it, that's so unique because that's not one that a lot of people are going to pick, but it's hysterical. It's funny. Everyone's going to get the reference. That one, I have no idea how it finished at 35. I'm also throwing in the hat. We're moving back up to the list closer to the top nine. And we're going to jump at number 14. And at number 14, with only 4,765 votes, I came, I thaw. I conquered. And when you think about a snowplow or snowplow, you are obviously hoping that within their plowing, they're also salting the roads. So hopefully that some of the frozen pieces of the road is also thawed out. I think that was a nice play on word. It rolls off the tongue if we're going off of that aspect. I think that got snubbed. I think really. Okay, here's the other thing I will say. At number 10, Le Plow de Nord. I think those things need to switch. Yeah, I don't understand what Le Plow de Nord is. Yeah. So what's that in reference to? Do you, do you understand? No idea. Okay, all right. Good, me neither. I, I was reading this <laughs> like, by dumb? How do I not know what that is? Um, no, I came. I thought I conquered. Also a great one. Um, it's just funny. It's a nice play on words. Uh, another one that I liked right above that at number 13, every day I'm shoveling solely for the fact that like now every time I go to shovel, I'm going to be in my head. I'm going to be saying every day I'm shoveling. I also like to oh for sleet's sake. Yeah, I was just going to say that one. That was actually at no, number nine. I'm, I apologize again for my my Freudian slip. Uh, it's actually the top eight snow plows. Um, 
Oh, for Sleet's sake is at number nine, which in due fact, it was only 70 votes away from tying Barbie's dream plow at number eight. So uh, Oh, for Sleet's sake was 5,517. And then Barbie's dream plow was 5,787. Yeah, I mean, that it's it, it's tough because it didn't make the list and also it's 70 votes short. But another great name. Anytime you can make a reference and like take out like a curse word and it still be funny with like the non curse word. It's it's a great great play on words. I would be absolutely curious if they posted on their social media the winners of they did. And you know what's great when you post on the Facebook? What? Check in the comments. Oh yes. <laughs> Good old comments. The okay, it seems like it's getting a lot of traction here. Somebody said, I guess my suggestion, take this job and shove it was too negative. I would have loved to see like the names that like didn't get selected to get voting. Oh, that that's gotta be like a whole document. Someone just keeps it like the file on their desktop <laughs> on a random computer. Um what's also nice too is again. Uh, a department of transportation with their social media typically is not probably the most interactive or the the most humorous, mm-hmm. um, which I I think this is a uh, a great way for the department to be a little human in their social media posting. So within they actually, Matt, I kid you not, they just posted this three hours ago. Wow, that's at the time break, this breaking recording. news, everybody. Yeah, no, I'm sure they probably get a lot of hate on their social medias. Um, <laughs> and this is probably something that now everybody looks forward to every year. Do the winners get anything? Actually, it's think- Minnesota. They probably just got a good job, buddy. We go down <laughs> and get, get some cheese curds on me. I think I think it brings a sense of community in that. Oh, well, I just popped up the previous contest winners for this this event. Oh, yeah. Some of those were awesome, too. Oh, 2022, 2023 winners. The number one is you're a blizzard, Harry. Yeah, that's a great one. And then 2021, 2022, as wouldn't to be no surprise, Betty Whiteout. Mm, yep. It's another one. Playing the hits. Uh, and then 2020 was Plowy McPlowface. Yeah, this one, I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's not, that's not even funny. It's just, I don't even know how that won. Especially like, uh, <laughs> see the F Salt Fitzgerald. <laughs> Or Snowby One Kenobi. Yeah, that's also a good one. Plow Bunyan. Also, the one right below Plowface. Oop, just going to plow right past you. (laughs) It's like the old classic dad. Just squeeze right past you. Yep. If we had to come up with a name for a snow plow, what would it be? What state are we going to go with? Are we sticking with Minnesota? Let's go with Pennsylvania. Let's Let's bring it home. Okay. Tush plow. Push. Push Push plow. Hmm? That's good. You got one? Stupid snow holes for the potholes. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Potholes in Pennsylvania are the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, city of Brilly Plows. Also, could you imagine if Pennsylvania ran this this contest? To... Ev- everybody would just be like submitting names that like your roads suck. Yeah, I'm gonna see in my quick research if whoa there is a snowplow contest. Oh, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> so Berks Township holds name the snowplow contest for children, which is in Yahoo News. Ten-year-old Miles Ter- Terry chose the first name that came to him for the Union Township name the snowplow contest. Plowered. <laughs> we should just uh, that there should be. So I don't know what items it is, but we should just let kids name things. <laughs> It'd be hysterical. They're the best. Uh, there also was the Arctic Crusher. Uh, Matt, guess what they won. Oh, another name's Snowbear, Snowasaurus Rex. The winner got a $25 gift card to Dairy Queen. Nice. Yep. Get some blizzards during a blizzard. So I'm hoping for no more snow. But, you know, thank you for everybody who's plowing out there when it does snow, because it's it's a dangerous job if you really think about it. Yeah, I mean, everybody always gives like the cities and the townships and the state like shit for not being able to keep the roads clean. But in reality, it is a tough job to do. Uh, and you probably couldn't do it yourself. Um, and they are risking their lives in the middle of storms to make the roads safe for you. So probably have a little, uh, gratitude. Yeah. Well, Hey, that's what allows you to drive to different locations. Correct. Because if we didn't have snow plows or we didn't have the department of transportation handling it, we would never be able to get anywhere. And school would be more closed. <laughs> yeah, and then you wouldn't be able to get to work. And then if you right. work from home, you got to take a PTO day. That's a less, That's one more day you can't take in the summer for golf. Or they institute a delay or school closing with the TV ticker. Correct. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you got to wake up at six, put on your local news, see if your 
work is closed or not. That's going to happen one day. We're, I, I guarantee it. We wish all of our Minnesotians or the, yeah, or the Minnesotaites. No, Minnesotians. Do you, do you know Minnesotians? Yep. Um, uh, congratulations on another successful voting uh, for Name the Snowplow Contest. Uh, just so everybody knows, Matt and I will be submitting for next year's snowplow submission. Never mind. We uh, can't do that. We're not from Minnesota. You have to be from the state of Minnesota? I believe you have to be from the state. How, how do they know? Because you put in your... Oh. Put in your address? I might have to cut this part out where we kind of figured that out, that we can just lie about our address. Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. I love that. <laughs> we wanted to share something that has become essential to those days after a long, exhausting night liquid iv's hydration multiplier it's amazing how huge a difference it makes liquid iv helps us feel more energized and refreshed throughout the day with one stick you get five essential vitamins and a two times faster hydration formula than plain water we both love the flavors yuzu pineapple and passion fruit are our top picks they make staying hydrated a truly enjoyable experience what's even better is that liquid iv is committed to giving back to communities in need worldwide by providing clean and abundant water. They've already donated over 39 servings in 50 plus countries around the world. And we have a special treat if you want to try Liquid IV. Head over to liquidiv.com and use the code FUNNYBUSINESS at checkout to get a 20% discount on your entire purchase. So shop better hydration today with promo code FUNNYBUSINESS. All one word, F-U-N-N-Y-B-U-S I-N-E-S-S at liquidiv.com at checkout. Remember to stay hydrated and healthy and give Liquid IV a try. It's worth it. All right, we're going to plow right into the second half of the show. We're going to start with some Would You Rather. I missed this segment. Yes, we haven't done it a long time. Uh, It's going to be a little bit of a special version of Would You Rather. Oh. Uh, so, Mike, uh, there's an event coming up. There's a big game coming up. I know what you... Did you know we can't say those two words on the podcasts? You can't brand it with a deal or a special... Like, you can't brand it, but we can talk about it. Can I say the words? We could say the words, but okay. you can't, like... We can't call our segment Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Sure. So, the Super Bowl is coming up. Forty-niners and Chiefs should be a good game. Uh, so, Mike, we are going to do Would You Rather's of Would You Rather Go to the Super Bowl or this event? Okay. Maybe we have to adjust that. Would you rather go to the big game or this event? <laughs> it's still Would You Rather. Yeah, it's still Would yeah, You Rather. it's Would You Rather. Yeah. Uh, so, some sporting events, some not sporting events. Would you rather go to, go to the big game or the <laughs> NBA Finals? It depends on what game it is in the NBA Finals. Uh, so... In this scenario, in any of these sporting events, it is the series clinching. The, pen, the clinching. penultimate? Yes. Because the yeah. Super Bowl, there's only one game. Mm-hmm. So in this scenario, let's say it's like game seven of the NBA. Finals. Oh, and I know I'm asking more questions. Uh, are we just covering the overall Super Bowl, the big game? Or are we covering just this coming up between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers? Just any, any Super okay. Bowl in general. Mm. Yeah. Super Bowl or the NBA Finals? I would pick, it's going to be a weird twist. I think I might pick the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. I did not expect that. I think from a perspective of tailgating, going to the game, having the halftime performance, there is a little bit more fluff to it. And I think for you to say, like, they talk about it all the time, like Katy Perry's left, left shark or, you know, Justin Timberlake performing Purple Rain and having that really cool effects. Or like Bruno Mars, like for you to say that you were at a game and a concert, mm. I think it would it would be cool. Now, NBA Finals, I think I would spend more time paying attention to the game than I would any other thing. But those things itself don't aren't don't have enough weight compared to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Do you remember when the weekend did the halftime show and that meme of him running through the maze just went like extremely viral on Twitter? I felt very bad for the poor cameraman that he was getting pushed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God he didn't fall. Could you imagine if he would have fell? 
there was a there was a lot of memes of uh the bts of like the weekend's performance inside that maze and it's like somebody holding a camera and he's like get me out of the way well okay we're going back we're going <laughs> showing the 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 opposite point of view of the cameraman that that was funny would you rather go to the big game or game seven of the world series and it's gonna go against everything that i said and what I said about the game seven, the NBA finals, there is just nothing more than World Series baseball. Like the crowd pops on like strike three or a ground out. Like the energy is just so unmatched when it comes to the final game of the World Series. Like I, I even remember sitting at home and getting chills when the New York Yankees won against the Philadelphia Phillies back in 2008. Um, Nine, I apologize. Um, I remember sitting at home and I remember I was feeling the electric from the TV because it was at Yankee Stadium. Uh, so, ah, yeah, I, I would just feel more energy, I think, if I was at at that compared to NBA Finals or the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. I think I would go World Series as well. The difference between Game 7 of the World Series and Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Yes, like a home crowd is going to go big for like a three-pointer. It, it means a, like each play is a little more meaningful in baseball just because there's only like a certain amount of at-bats. Right. Like LeBron James is going to get up 25 shots in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge is only going to have like three, four, or five at-bats in, in the World Series. Right. Um, and you're right. Like the home team does pop more in baseball, especially the World Series. I was at mm-hmm. two World Series games a couple of years ago when the Phillies hosted it. Not even a Phillies fan. Absolutely electric. Like it was just a such a cool atmosphere when they're winning. The home team's winning a World Series game. Nothing better. It's just nothing and the, better. And the stadium shakes too. Oh, big time. Like the stadium shakes. I, I personally do not see that from a, a, a Super Bowl perspective. The crowd is not, sh- if I remember correctly, I know it's been a while, it's been a year. I do not remember just the, you know, maybe they're pumping the, the crowd noise like they do in the WWE. Maybe they're just pumping the crowd noise. But I think what's tough is a lot of those instances, there are many reasons why an individual goes to, a, to the Super Bowl. Like, and it's either people that are, that are liking the team, liking the performance, or simply just wanting to be a part of a Super Bowl experience. Um, but then like baseball, like, you have pride in choosing a side when it comes to Game 7 of the World Series. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. There, there's a lot more pop when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, the crowd is, at a baseball, 99% the home team. But in the <laughs> Super Bowl, it's split 50-50, but even then, it's probably like 40-40. Probably 25-25, like and then the rest 50. of the 50% yeah. is the... Because you also got to think, like, Super Bowl week, people will just go out just to be there for the week, and then they just go home, watch Super Bowl from home. It's crazy. <laughs> Would you rather go to Super Bowl or Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals? Oh, I love hockey, though. I, and live hockey is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I have the same I have the same feelings as Game 7 of baseball that I do with hockey, um, especially when hockey games they aren't high scoring it's like baseball it's not as high scoring unless it's a blowout but uh to get that goal and then to get the air horn going and everybody just going nuts in a small area too like i, I think that that is very cool yeah i agree i i think there's just something different like i said live hockey it's just not the same watching it on tv so if you can go and experience it in person mm-hmm. unmatched yeah uh would you rather go to the super bowl or the oscars the su- ah the Super Bowl. Uh yeah, I'm gonna say the Super Bowl as well. I think the Oscars would be cool because you could like have a chance to like meet like celebrities, maybe. So you mean like VIP access almost? Uh, yeah, you you're attending the Oscars. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the Oscars after party is where I want to go, not the Oscars event. But maybe you get there. Say it ain't so, but uh, I think. I think you would enjoy yourself more at a Super Bowl than just watching people win awards. Does the Grammys change your mind? There's performances at the Grammys. That's like a bigger concert than the Super Bowl because you get like 10 people performing. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Grammys, I, th- I think the Grammys would sway me a little bit because it's like usually with the Grammys, it's usually the top song within that that 
year, I should say. You know, usually like top songs, like if Taylor Swift were to perform at the Grammys, like probably one of her top songs or I, I think that, yeah, I, I would definitely think the Grammys would be my better choice. Yeah, I think I would actually, I think I'd pick the Grammys over the Super Bowl. Um, next up, would you rather go to the Super Bowl or the Olympics? I feel like the Olympics is a little too crazy when it comes to an event, in my opinion. Like, I feel like you have to kind of coordinate a little bit more as far as like, oh, like this event's happening here or this event's happening there. I, I don't know. In terms of convenience, I think the Super Bowl is a little bit more convenient. I think it would be cool to see a Olympic sport commence, but I don't know. I think it'd be, a, I'd probably fill up my cup more if it was a Super Bowl game. So I'm going to say Super Bowl too. Here's the thing with the Olympics. I think it's one of the things that like, it'd be cool to say I was at the Olympics, but would it actually right. be cool to be there? Because mm. let's just think like, for instance, track and field, you're not really sitting that close, right. pretty far away. It's exciting for a little while, but then there's no action. And I don't know. I just feel like it's just cooler on TV. I think from the perspective, you also, you have a quote chance in watching history being made but you also have a chance to see history being made at the at, at the super bowl but i think your chances of witnessing something of history being made that's probably like the usain bolt times or the michael phelps times of them being at an event you probably aren't going to be able to get in that event because people are packing in to see that potential record be broken but then like if you have a guarantee to be at the Super Bowl, like you have the guarantee to be at the game and everybody witnesses the same exact thing compared to Olympics with the multiple events. The only thing that would change my mind is it does depend where the Olympics is being held. It's like if it's in L.A., eh, but like this summer it's in Paris, that'd be kind of cool. Go to Paris, across the Olympics. Uh, next up, would you rather go to the Super Bowl or the World Cup final? I was like, I hope you included the World Cup. World Cup, 150%. I got to take you to a soccer game, Matt. Uh, that's going to be tough. Gonna no. Be tough. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, Matt. We're trying to go to the World Cup. We're trying to go to the World Cup. Well, I should say Jenna and, and us are. Oh, okay. Okay. We're trying to go to the World Cup for even if it's like. The, <laughs> the third world country, you know, round of the World Cup. Like. We're trying to at least get to one game um, because obviously, if I remember correctly, Pennsylvania is one of the places that is hosting the World Cup. Philadelphia yep. is hosting some games. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would I would I would go to a World Cup game. Not over the Super Bowl for a World Cup final. Yeah. Oh, Matt, this is why you need to come to a soccer game. One soccer game. Yeah. So I'll go to a soccer game, but I'm not going to pick a soccer game over a football game. We've had this discussion before. Nope. Would you like to go back down this road? <laughs> I would rather not. But okay. what I will say is it's literally the world. This is the world premiere. This is the world team that is winning amongst all the rest of the countries. And not only that, the, this, you've been to a football game, correct? I have been to a football game, yes. I think if you come to a soccer game, it will change your mind. Uh, yeah, until it's 0-0. Zero, zero. It's like, well, that sucked. It's also not called the Super World Cup. I hate like, it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super. I, I think I remember when Jenna surprised me with a Christmas present to go to a Philadelphia Union game. And awesome experience. I loved it. And it was a tie game. I think the first words that gonna come out that went out of my mouth was, God damn it, Matt is gonna make fun of me that I ended up watching a game that ended in a tie. <laughs> Listen, if I go to a soccer game and it's like four to three, that best case scenario. When that goal hits, like when it's scored, the amount of energy that you feel in your chest mm -hmm. when it happens and then everybody just goes nuts. And even after the goal, everybody's still going nuts. Like it's it's cool. Yeah. Um we actually should I would I'll join you for a World Cup game where we can okay. do a podcast live in the <laughs> parking lot. It's tailgating. Tailgate. <laughs> Uh, would you rather go to the Super Bowl or a Taylor Swift concert? I mean, I think I would go to a Taylor Swift concert. Well, yeah. One, it's way more affordable. Two, it's freaking Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's Once the Super lifetime. Bowl of all artists. <laughs> Pretty much. What about, would you rather go to the Super Bowl or a Drake concert? I so, would probably go to a Drake concert. Really? Mm-hmm. So here's my thinking, and I guess you can say the same thing with Taylor, but I feel like a lot of Drake's songs recently, he's got some sad boy songs. Okay. So it depends what he plays. If he's going to play some sad boy songs, it's like, well, all right, is this really super exciting? Like he's got some bangers off. Yeah, I like Drake. I love Drake. And 
I guess I'd have to see. I don't know how people have experienced a Drake concert, if they really love it or not. Everybody says who's went to one that I've talked to, they've absolutely enjoyed it. Okay. All right, then I'm going to go to Drake, Drake concert. Ow, I got lie. <laughs> uh, would you rather go to the Super Bowl or the Final Four of March Madness? Just the Final Four. Well, we'll say Final Four and the championship game because they're in the same city. Do they offer alcohol at NCAA? So some schools do, some schools don't. I believe at tournament games they do. They do. Yeah, mm. that's a good question because that is a deal breaker. If not, uh, yeah, I think that would have been my my thought. Let me just verify here: NCAA basketball tournament alcohol. Yeah, if I can't drink while watching the Final Four, I'm not going. Outkick.com alcohol is starting to become more and more popular at NCAA events after major campuses not allowed it for decades. Now the NCAA has quote made some tweaks to host site policies around alcohol sales to allow for hard seltzer and cider to be sold in addition to beer and wine. I'm gonna go with a. NCAA Final Four. Uh, yeah, I love March Madness. It's the best. I go with that as well. Uh, all right, a few more. Would you rather go to the Super Bowl or the running of the Bulls? <laughs> For safety, probably the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I'm going to say running of the Bulls. No, you're it, not. Mike, it's not that hard to survive the running of the Bulls. It's, it's just, not it's not what? that hard. Have you had it from experience? No, but have you seen videos? People are yes. stupid. Yeah, they are stupid. They're stupid. You just gotta like it's. I would easily survive the running pools. Easily, <laughs> no, no question. Uh, would you rather go to the Super Bowl or Mardi Gras in New Orleans? Mardi Gras, hundred percent Mardi Gras. If we went to Mardi Gras, what time would we start drinking? We've had this discussion before. <laughs> I don't know if we had Mardi Gras in there. Well, what time is the appropriate time to start drinking? That's right. Like, well, <laughs> well, what's the appropriate time to start drinking at Mardi Gras? I believe it is the moment you wake up. I would like to get a shower and maybe like have some clothes on before like having like my morning my morning beer next to my bedside table. But um, what about a shower beer to get ready? Okay. I'll, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah. We can get down with that. One more. I'll cut the list a little bit. Would you rather go to the Super Bowl or Sunday at the Masters? I actually have a bonus one for you, so I'll have to share that with you. But I don't know why I got talking into a PGA Tour voice and uh, trying to decide uh, why I want to choose between the Super Bowl and the Masters. Um, hello, friend. Hello. I'm going to say it's the Masters. Yeah. I'm going to go Super Bowl. I would, I would kill just to like drive by the course, like drive by. Ugh. It's the Masters. Hands down. I mean, it's one of the hardest sporting event tickets. I think it's harder to get to the Masters than it is to go to the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, I think it is. I would feel that you have a better viewing experience at a Super Bowl compared to the Masters. Uh, well, it depends where you are. It depends mm-hmm. where you go, where you get, how early you get there. Um, and I said also, I was just talking like this April the other day because we were. I was looking if there's any like local professional golf events this year. There's not. Sucks. Um, but going and watching golf in person is a unique experience because you can do a few things. You can just walk around from hole to hole, see different golfers. Mm-hmm. You can pick your favorite golfer, try to follow them the whole round, hmm. or you can sit in a grandstand on like hole 17, and if it's a, just watch everybody come through, you get to see, say, you get to see every golfer. All right. Uh, so it's really kind of choose your own adventure at a golf. Okay. What is your bonus one? Would you rather go to the Super Bowl or the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake? That's tough. I'm going to use my logic of throwing into the bowls. I feel like I would get hurt. At the cheese rolling event, so I'm going to say the soup. Oh, come on. <laughs> a wheel of cheese is going to hurt you more than a bull. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the videos of those, though? It's those people bold. actually get trampled. Funny. It's hysterical. <laughs> They're idiots. <laughs> so what I'm referring to, ladies and gentlemen, it's the annual event held on the Spring Bank holiday at Cooper's Hill near Gloucester in England. Uh, participants race down a 200-yard long hill chasing a wheel of double gl- double Gloucester cheese. Could you imagine just like running down the hill chasing that wheel of cheese? With cheese. Yeah. <laughs> what an um, incredible event. Did it? Okay, it's coming up this May, so... But it's just, it's like such a tradition. Like, it is so cool. Um, it's since the 1800s that they have done this event. Someone's got to make a graphic of just my face saying I would survive, I would have a better chance for surviving at the running of the bulls than the cheese wheel. <laughs> no, right. I, I'm, I'm seeing you. I see you. Okay. All right. Well, 
We have one more segment before we say goodbye for another week. Time for Say What? Uh, Mike, I'm going to let you go first. Closing time. All right, Matt. I hinted last night when I was texting you when we were trying to figure out what we're doing for this fantastic show that I asked you if you heard anything about Taylor Swift and the conspiracies that go along with the Super Bowl. They are interesting. Matt only shared one. There are one, two, three, four, five. There are six reported weird coincidences. Coinkydinks. I don't think I saw all six. That Swifties have pointed out during the time that it has been confirmed that obviously the Chiefs are heading to the Super Bowl. Here's the breakdown. If Taylor Swift attends Super Bowl 58, it will be her 13th time attending a Kansas City Chiefs game to support Travis Kelsey. The date of the Super Bowl is February 11th, or 2-11. 2 plus 11 is 13. That's up. The third one is that Swift will be in Tokyo on Saturday before Super Bowl. If she flies to Vegas from Tokyo, the flight will be roughly 13 hours. Oh, I didn't see that one. This is Super Bowl 58. 5 plus 8 is 13. The Chiefs will face the 49ers. What is 4 plus 9? 13. All right. And finally, the 49ers quarterback is Brock Purdy. His number? 13. All right, that's a stretch. The, every, <laughs> every football team has a player with the number 13 on it. I know you would love that. So It's getting a little out of hand. <laughs> just yeah, a tad. I think part of me wanting to have this opportunity and say what is just to kind of like hear your feedback. Somebody asked me, they're like, are you a Swifty? I'm like, I'm kind of like a uh, like a, I'm not like a true Swifty, but like my number one song was Antihero. My number one artist was was Taylor Swift on my Spotify rap. So can't say I'm a Swifty, but like I like Taylor Swift, but continue. Yeah, I think the Swifties got to calm down a little bit. I think they're getting a little too. Uh, they think one, they think football is too easy. They got to got to humble that a little. Like, you can't just walk in, and it's very funny. There's, like, uh, I saw a TikTok, I think it was a Chicago Bears fan. It was, like, Taylor Swift's been a football fan for 13 games, and uh, she's already in the Super Bowl. My team hasn't been in the Super Bowl in, like, years. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, but the whole, I, I never liked the whole, like, oh, this plus this equals that number. That's crazy. And they kind of, a lot of people did that with Kobe and, like, 824 references and it just it gets a little freaky i don't it doesn't mean anything to me i don't think it's meaningful at all thoughts on on this this super bowl um yeah so a lot of people complaining about chiefs first 49ers and a lot of people are acting like it's not going to be a phenomenal game chiefs Mm. are really freaking good Mm -hmm. um Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are the new Tom Brady and the Patriots. And as much oh. as like we all hated watching Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, they were all great games because right. they're a great team. 49ers are a good team. Yes, the Lions would have been an awesome storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will stand behind Lions coach for all of his decisions. I think they did it correctly. They did it all year long, stuck to his guns. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm very excited. I'm glad. I'm uh, interested to see how Usher performs. Yeah. I, I don't know. I saw this and I was like, OK, all right. Um, I believe this was a, a New York NBC channel that, that uh, reported this uh, in terms of the coincidences. So it should be a, it should be a good time. It's yeah, it will be. It always should is. be. Always is. All right. My first one. Uh, nothing is better than a college sport environment and specifically mm-hmm. college basketball. Mm-hmm. One in particular from a couple weekends ago or this past weekend, whenever you're listening, Georgetown played Providence. Now, to most people, uh, that's just like a who cares game because it sounds like a regular game. Colleges. Yeah. Uh, what the average Joe might not know is the Georgetown head coach is Ed Cooley. Previously was the coach at Providence. Oh, uh, basically had a contract for life guaranteed. He was never going to leave Providence, went to Georgetown. Wasn't the most welcome, well-received welcome when he walked into the arena. A lot of mm. booze. There was, mm. like, tr- people getting trampled trying to get into the arena. Uh, people were wearing clown shirts with Ed Cooley's face on it with a clown nose right behind the bench. Uh, he was getting booed all day long. Uh, the student section was singing, You Belong With Me. <laughs> Wild environment. Providence won. What's even crazier, and this is why sports is great, Ed Cooley in his post-game press conference said that Providence College should give him a bonus for the amount of energy that he brought into the arena for that game. Wow. That's just wild oh. to say. Oh. 
saying your ex-employer owes you more money because you made the environment. It's it's just, it's absolutely insane. Well, listen, if we learned anything from LeBron James when he moved from Cle- Cleveland to Miami, it was one year that obviously Cleveland was booing him when he showed up at uh, the Quicken Loans Arena at the time. Now he gets celebrated every time he shows up to the arena. Uh, I think this is just a phase, in my humble opinion. What you shared, so I I think they're gonna hate him for life. You think? I do. Huh. I do. I think college fan bases are a little different. Uh, boosters don't forget. Alumni don't forget. Obviously, in LeBron's case, it's a little different. He came back and won a title with the Cavs. Right. I don't think if LeBron doesn't go back to Cleveland, I think he still gets booed every time he goes. Quick little short little stint before we uh before I hop into my my last one, which uh they're gonna love this. Absolutely gonna love this idea that I'm okay. bringing to the table. So before I share that, I sold my desk this past weekend. So another chapter closed in terms of getting a new desk. I know I talked about my desk last week. It's been phenomenal. It's been wonderful. It's been delicious, if that's even a word to describe it. Nope. Uh, all right, Matt, thanks. Uh, so it's, it's just been wonderful. And uh, <laughs> I was happy that and now the, the, the room looks clean. I still use the stationary bike as a sweatshirt rack <laughs> because I've just been wearing sweatshirts in here. Um, but yeah, it's uh, finally the chapter closed in getting uh, giving my desk to somebody who said who needed it. And I got on Facebook Marketplace and within the day, somebody reached out and said, I can, I can pick up tomorrow. I'm like, all right, cool. And I did. So that was fun. All right. My million dollar idea. We've been to a lot of parties correct been a one or two parties somebody has to handle the aux or somebody has to handle the bluetooth speaker am i right that is correct yes all right it's a lot of pressure a lot of pressure so i have a million dollar idea we need to create a way or an app that dj's people that changes songs frequently what do you mean so what i mean is you know those people that like to change the song automatically when they're in the first minute and a half or minute of changing to a new song. So what this app or thing that it does is it will play the song, but then there's an option for the song choice to be mixed in. And as a DJ, it will mix in the song so that way it's a seamless transition between songs. So it's not like Spotify, it's like a DJ app. Yes. I don't hate it. Okay. Um, I just think it's going to be hard to get people to switch away from Spotify or Apple Music. This this would be kind of an add-on type of deal with okay, it. So it's an app you have to use for another app. Oh. Like it would be integrated within the platform. Got it. Got it. Okay. I, I think we can work on that. I like that. Uh, yeah. And maybe you can add like sound effects too. Yep. What the hell is even that? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm um, game for that. I like that. Because I... <laughs> Jenna pointed it out at one point when I was changing. She's like, can you just keep a song on? I'm like, I don't like these songs. <laughs> uh, but it would be a nice way to like transition those new songs or those transition those songs that you want to play. And then it would kind of seamlessly transition in. Yeah, nothing better than a good DJ, especially at like a little pregame. That'd be lit. Because then you become like the ultimate pregame house. Everybody wants to come over. Ah, or just you got ox. Yeah. Like you got the responsibility. Like we want, that's how you get invited to more parties. Like, we'll invite you to a party. Can you just be the guy who runs our music for us? Yeah. Then you start, yeah. like, after a party or two, be like, 10 bucks. Hey, I was just going to say, start charging. <laughs> 15, 20, yep. whatever. We'll name your price. Mm-hmm. That's I'm going to say 25 bucks a house. That uh, gets you a 30 pack of beer. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Sick, sick way to make a living in college. Heck yeah. Um, okay, so my last one was going to be the Elmo tweet. Oh. Yeah, that's the first time I think we actually like stole someone's like future Oops. segment. <laughs> However, you wanted me to talk about Dry January, so I'll talk about Dry January. Oh, I almost said sorry. No, that's okay. It's, okay. I, I, it's bound to happen at some point. All right. Uh, so I enjoy Dry January. I have been going through some health things, internally mental health things that have also had some issues. That's not the reason I decided to do Dry January. I just wanted to try it. I do feel like I have a little bit more energy. I also did start going to the gym. That might have something to do with it. And Mike, I took your advice. I did have like a drink three days in January just because of the scenario I was in. Thank you. Uh, for example, last night, I went out for dinner for my dad's retirement. It's my dad's retirement. We all wanted to celebrate. I had a martini. Ooh. It was a good martini. It was like espresso? Ras- no. Oh. It was raspberry vodka, oh. orange vodka, oh. apple vodka. Oh. And I think cranberry juice. 
<laughs> yeah, it was quite tasty. Lovely. Um, but I feel good. And obviously, like I'm not alcoholic. I didn't like crave it. So some things that were nice were drinking more water. It's healthier. I also saved some money that I didn't have to go like to the beer store or liquor store buy alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I'm gonna do it again for Lent just to see how I feel. And I'm not saying I'm ever gonna drink again because I've said that many many times in my life and that is just not true but i i enjoyed it i think it was fine uh i find it a little weird the people that when it's like day six they're like i can't do this anymore i need a glass of wine it's a little concerning because i never once had that thought that i was like oh my god i can't do this um yeah i think it was fine i i recommend it if you just want to try it and see how i feel i know uh, a lot of people say they feel a lot better without it so i'm glad i'm glad you heeded my advice and having one because you can rather than holding off on it yeah so we're gonna be easter i think is the end of march so we're gonna be like april and i'm like barely gonna have alcohol this year so instead of joking around and saying i am never drinking again until next week you'll kind of be like i am never drinking again until next month so i told my birthday it is also funny though because i did just buy a lot of wine thanksgiving and i've like to <laughs> yet to open it uh but that's fine that's future my future matt's problem you age like a fine wine my friend correct as do you oh well, you know, his luscious skin doesn't, you know, grow a day old, you know? Okay, that's just, that's kind of awkward. <laughs> kind of transition. <laughs> Anywho, thanks for sharing, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. We have a platform. Why not use it? Gotta use it for a reason. So that concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe if you are listening on any type of platform that gives you a follow button or a subscribe button youtube apple podcasts spotify if you're looking for a little short content you know maybe you missed the episode and you're like crap nice little reminder is you follow us on social media you can find all that good stuff at beacons.ai slash funny business pod p-o-d funny business pod mr matthew ish what is your advice for the good people the co-workers of the funny business world. Pay attention to when you have to turn on the road. Uh, a lot of today driving home, two different instances of people in the left lane in like three lanes of traffic. And at, like we're stopped at a red light and they have to turn right at said light that I got like cut off twice because they were just trying to cut across two lanes of traffic because they didn't know where they were going. If you're using a GPS, listen to it. If you're not, you better know where you're going and just give yourself plenty of time to get in the correct lane. You need. The light Keepers. literally turned green and I was stuck. I was the second car in line because the first car was this huge truck. Do we all know what that means? <laughs> little. <laughs> little. Um, he was stuck at the, red, at the green light trying to turn right because there was people in the correct lane turning mm-hmm. right. Oh boy. Yeah. God bless. Yes, as they say in the South, bless your heart. Bless your heart. (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in. And until the next time, I'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.